We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. All right, so welcome back to another episode of kind of our questions here with Dan. We've been running a few of them, and we actually got a question through our email that we've been been advertising. And again, I'm going to put that here at the bottom of the screen. It's info at broadwaycoc.com. That's where you can submit some questions. And so the question that was submitted was this. It was, describe Romans chapter 13 and how it should be applied today. Now, for many of you, you probably just went, what's Romans 13? Where is that? Oh, I think I remember what that means. So I'm going to put the text on the screen, pause the video, read through that, and then unpause it when you're finished. Um, and that way you can kind of join in with the thoughts here with Dan and I this, this time. So first time, first thing, part of that was just, how would you describe this first part of Romans chapter 13 to someone? Well, Paul is talking about Christian life, and he's telling them that they need to be good citizens. They need to be subject to the higher powers, the governmental powers. Mm -hmm. And at that time, under the Roman government, it was some of the most corrupt governmental powers that ever existed in the world. And he tells them that there's a God-ordained function for the governmental powers, and that is, in this text... The, the maintaining of law and order in society. If you look particularly at verse 4, mm-hmm. it's talking about the government and it says, He is a minister of God unto you for good. If you do evil, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is a minister of God to execute wrath upon the one that does evil. So it's quite interesting that these corrupt governmental powers were called ministers of God. Mm. But the way in which they're ministers of God is to keep criminals from doing harm in society and to punish criminals. When he says he does not bear the sword in vain, that's obviously the death penalty. And so God ordains government for the function of keeping order in society under the rule of law. So uh, after this text, it tells us to pay our taxes and support the government in doing that. So at least in Romans 13, that's the focus of the text. So as far as how we apply that sort of thing today, like you said, this was written you know, during kind of the Roman occupation of a lot of different areas of the world. Yeah. And so for... When people are reading this today, especially a lot of the people that are watching, obviously, are here in the United States, are we applying this to still kind of the government as a whole, or does this mainly mean like the president, the governor, like the head honcho sort of guy in your governmental structure? Well, it, it, it's whatever power, whatever governing power is in power at the time. Um, that would apply to our president and whatever government officials we have. 
In fact, in another passage I've got open here, it's 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 13. Submit yourself for the Lord's sake to every authority instituted among men, whether to the king as supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and commend those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish men. So Christians need to be known as law-abiding citizens that are not causing trouble and committing crimes out in society. And that's the basic drift of it. Another thing that's really interesting to me is I like to call them the 13s because Romans 13 Mm -hmm. says that government is ordained by God to keep law and order. But Revelation 13 says that the government got its power from Satan to persecute Christians. Hmm. So in one passage, you've got the government being ordained by God for the function of law and order in society. But there comes a point when the government forbids Christians from practicing their faith. Mm -hmm. And then God says that Satan then gives them the authority to punish Christians. And he calls the government the beast in (laughs) Romans 13. I mean, in Revelation 13. Excuse me. Yes. So it's very interesting to see the different perspectives on the government in Revelation 13 and Romans 13. And so I think that's, you know, definitely like you can feel in the sense of the question that we got and the time that we are living in and all the different controversies that are going on, you know, at any point, even when he calls it the beast, does that mean you can stop abiding by the government or is it just a matter of, you know, kind of like a, almost a Daniel sort of situation. You still need to live out, you know, your, your faith and no, there's no point at which we can't, we can stop abiding by the rule of law only when, according to scripture, the law forbids us to do what God tells us to do. Mm -hmm. And then we have to do that anyway. But uh, like you said, Daniel was under the Babylonians. And when they forbid him to pray, Mm -hmm. well, he continued to pray. But other than that, he was a loyal subject of the Babylonian king. So, you know, we have government leaders today that aren't really good people, as we would define good people, maybe. But if you compare them to the Roman Caesars, I mean, they're, they're poster boys for, for good compared <laughs> to the Roman Caesars. The Roman Caesars were sexual deviants. They were murderers. They were everything in the whole world. And still, God said, to obey the laws that are yeah. laid down there. So. And so I think, I guess my question would be, is it a fair statement for people that are kind of struggling with kind of the modern issues of today, that it's not necessarily that you have to look up to or appreciate the person, but it's about kind of this institution of that following is right. the laws. That is right. We don't have to like or respect the people, but we have to respect the law and respect our government for God, not for that person. Yeah. It's kind of another opportunity for us to show how a Christian functions no matter what's happening. That's exactly right. One of the great scriptures in First in Peter, um, he says, you know, sometimes we get angry at the government. But he says, Brothers, I appeal to you as strangers and sojourners to abstain from those fleshly lusts that war against your soul and have your conduct proper among the Gentiles Mm. so that whereas they might speak against you, they may, by your good works, which they see, Mm -hmm. glorify God in the day of visitation. So we can't let our anger or our other things get the best of us. 
we remember that the world is looking at us to show us a picture of what Christians are supposed to be like. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for those thoughts, Dan. And I would encourage you, like you say, like we talked about before, look into these scriptures. Uh, If you have further questions on this subject or anything else related to the Christian lifestyle or the Bible or how any of those relate to one another, we encourage you to reach out to us, Facebook, email, website, you know, stop by here, the Broadway Church of Christ, you know, anytime we're here during the week. And we'd love for you to join us on worship services. Right. Uh, we have those 930 every Sunday morning. And those are just great opportunities for you to find out exactly how does this you know, ancient text apply to our lives today. So thanks for watching. Share with your friends and let us know if you have any questions. Bye. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.